Welcome to the climb! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. What is leverage, you ask? What is leverage? I'll tell you what leverage is. Thank you. What leverage is, is a strategic advantage. It's the power to act effectively. It means that you're bringing value to the table, so they need you just as much as you need them, or maybe they need you more than you need them. Whether you're a songwriter, an indie artist, a musician, you want leverage. That's what it's going to take to make it in the new music business. It's not just about your talent. It just It's not anymore. Like they're, they're not going to develop your talent, so that's why we called it the climb, creating leverage in the music business. C L I M B. See what we did there? No, I see did see did? that. Yeah, see what we did. And you're the one that came up with oh, it. Oh, that's, that's why a, I saw that. So we. <laughs> that's my my good friend and co-host, Mr. Brent Baxter. Y'all, Brent is uh, an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady Antebellum, Joe Nichols, and more. And what I love about Brent is he helps songwriters like you turn pro. By revealing how you write like a pro, do business like a pro, and not only that, he connects you to the pros so that you can take the next step and make a move Mm -hmm. in your career. And you can reach Brent super easy at songwriterpro.com. Once again, that's, I'm sorry, it's songwritingpro.com. Once again, songwritingpro.com. At least you didn't call me Randy. And I would (laughs) like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Donnelly. You get that joke if you've been a listener. Johnny owns a Daredevil production. They help you find your sound and they help you grow your audience so you can become the artist that everybody loves and so you can get paid. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists such as Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few, and he's working with some others that you will know. But anyway, you can find Johnny at DaredevilProduction.com. That's production, singular, no S, and there is no S because there is no other Johnny D. What's up, brother? What's happening, man? I'm recording a podcast today. Recording a podcast! It's the end of July. It is. the As the end of July as you can get on this wonderful Tuesday. That's Hopefully right. It's wonderful. We're recording this ahead of time, so if it's actually a horrible, tragic Tuesday, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but find the silver lining. It's already queued up and it's going to drop no matter what. So Find the silver lining. Right. Uh, what are we going to learn today? We're going to talk about, we're going to get into the craft of songwriting because, you know, songwriting, music business, that's the stuff I like to talk about today. I want to do a dive into some craft things to help you write better songs. Today we're going to talk about rhyming mistakes that can flat out ruin your song. Make it ruined. Rhyming mistakes that can ruin your song. Right, yeah. Like, for example... Well, uh, before oh, we get into it, before, we got some business we got to take care of. Yes. Here we go. First of all, if you haven't joined the Climb community, please do so. It's on Facebook. Search for the Climb community. Ask to be let in. We let mm-hmm. everybody in that asks. If I, I, I'm afraid. If you don't have a freaking picture on your account, like a profile picture, I'm not going to let you in because you look like a bot. We don't trust you. But we otherwise, if you got a picture, uh, we're going to let you in, and then as long as you're good boys and girls, uh, you'll stay in. If not, you'll be roadhoused out, so don't spam everybody to, to, to heaven and back. Right. Like, uh, be good 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 people. And there's lots going on in the climb community, which I love. I mean, everybody helps everybody else. They're asking questions. They're sharing stuff that they're doing that's working, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just a really cool Hang, I think, yeah. man. I'm, I'm real proud of it. And Brent and I still comment on every post that, uh, for the most part, in, and uh, we're getting in there. So if you got questions or whatever, we'll, we'll get to them. We'll answer mm-hmm. them. Um, secondly, uh, subscribe to the podcast. All the magic full episodes, like this one right here, will mm-hmm. get into your, magically get into your phone every Tuesday. And then we have mini episodes on Friday, little 15 minute value bombs yep. that'll, uh, 
that'll that'll change your life forever. And uh, share it with a friend. There's nothing better than a referral, like better than us telling, hey, we're really awesome. You should hear, but we got some valuable information. When you're right. like, dude, check I, me out. I love this podcast. It's super cool. You could help be help with this. Like they got some answers for some of the yeah. questions you've been asking me. Uh, that's that's the greatest greatest compliment you could give us so um, make sure that uh, you share with a friend another songwriter friend another musician friend mm-hmm. a, 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 another indie artist that's that you're in in cahoots with uh-huh. let them know and then uh, finally take 30 seconds leave a five star mm-hmm. rating and review because that tells that's social proof and what that does is tell everybody who's just getting turned on to us who's thinking about uh spending some time and, and learning about who we are mm-hmm. lets them know that we're legit and coming up very shortly not this episode but mm-hmm. it is an episode very soon we're going to have some real big information yes right we have some fun stuff coming up that we're excited about okay yes. speaking of five star reviews, reviews yes. we have one this is called Wealth of Knowledge by M. Gab S M. Gab S rolls off the tongue yes. that's, the, that's the account that it is yeah I get so much out of this show in the climb community. We were just talking about that. Yes. That's really cool. It helps me to think in new ways and understand the big picture from people who know what they are talking about. I appreciate all that you do and look forward to the Tuesday episodes and Friday bonus episodes. Micah Shortridge. Cool. Micah. I like Micah. Micah's, I think, single-handedly He's- grown the climb community. Like, he tells everybody. Yeah, that's awesome. And I actually was uh, doing a workshop thing last night and, uh-huh. and got to hang out with Micah online. So, got to see him face-to-face. Oh, really? So, he's rocking the beard, man. It's is he? legendary. He's got it's a big beard. Awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. is awesome. So, and yeah, he's in the climb community and, and man, we appreciate you, Micah. You're- Dude, I, well, I got to tell you, I, I didn't, you knew about it, that Instagram account, the, oh, the, the Music, uh, City, Music memes, City Memes yeah. Instagram account. He turned me on to that on the client community. He was talking yeah. about it. I went so I, really? I, I peed my pants for like 30 <laughs> minutes straight laughing. Like I, I consumed like half that. Oh, it's, it was so funny. It's I was brutal. Like, oh, I love this. This yeah. is awesome. <laughs> no affiliation to us, but Music City Memes on Instagram. No, but if, if you, you got if you had an edgy sense of humor like I do, you're going to love this. And music business. If yeah, you're easily offended, probably don't go there. Maybe not. <laughs> All right. All right, thanks, Michael, man. We appreciate that, and we appreciate you, buddy. Thanks a lot. So, you ready to go here? We're going to talk about some rhyming mistakes that can ruin your song. Let's do it. All right, the two basic categories. The first one we're going to talk about is boring rhymes. We're talking, my love for you is so true. And Don't without you, I'd be so blue. Okay. <laughs> okay, that is not going to cut it. Oh, you know what else isn't going to cut it? Our love is a gift. From above, we have love, and it's a gift from above. Yeah. Moon and June, my way and the highway, heart and apart. <sighs> Listen, the, the music business. Okay, if you're Craig Wiseman, if you're Tom Douglas, you you can Shane McAnally. You can probably get away with some of that, but you're not going to do that if you're Shane McAnally and Tom Douglas and Craig Wiseman. Why? Because that's how you got there. It's about being awesomer. Than that. And I said awesomer. <laughs> All right. So listen, if you're if you're outside the business, you're trying to get in. Yes, sometimes you can get some clunker rhymes if you write with the artist or whatever. But that's not going to grow your career. Okay. We have to play by. We have to hold ourselves to a higher standard than that. Yeah. Okay. There are going to be some exceptions to this, but in general, that stuff is not going to work. The heart and a part. Because man, once if I'm listening to a song, you know, and I listen to a lot of songs for like to play for publisher events and, and other stuff, you know, in the Freddie community, 
songwriting pro and stuff. And you know, if I hear something ends and a line ends and above, I'm like, oh, here comes love. You know, if I hear my way, I'm like, here comes highway. Yeah. You know, if I hear heart, I'm like, something's falling apart. Yeah. And I and I go narcoleptic for a minute. I just fall asleep. <laughs> you know, it's it's not intriguing. It's like, here we go. Yeah. You know, it's it's boring. We have to be more predictable. It's predictable. predictable. And not in a good way. Sometimes you want predictable, like, and here it goes. You know, Steph Curry's making a three point shot. It's yeah. predictable. And he makes it. Yeah. Drains it. It's not exciting. Not yeah. But yeah, this is like, and he hit another layup. You know, because this is not the, you know, three-point play from the logo. You right. know? This is like the little alley-oop. It's Manute Bold Duncan, who's like 7'10 or something. You know, it's not exactly <laughs> He just goes exciting. up on his hippie toes. And he's like, Boop, there it is. <laughs> okay, I mean, if you think you've heard a certain rhyme a lot, Imagine how many times a publisher's heard that, Because oh. we just hear the stuff that makes it through all the filters and gets on radio or other stuff that's, you know, through playlists and different stuff. I and mean, we have more access to music. But publishers, man, I mean, I've talked to publishers who listen to like 100 songs a day. Yeah. That's more, those are like different songs. That's more different songs than you're hearing a day. And yeah. so if something tricks your trigger a little bit, like, oh, I've kind of heard this rhyme before, imagine how many times they've heard that rhyme yeah. and how boring it's going to be for somebody that can open a door for you or not open a door for you or return an email or pass a song along or not. So, yeah, like I said, sometimes boring rhymes make it into songs on the radio, but they're probably internal rhymes, right, inside a, a line. So it's kind of like a bonus rhyme and it just helps the line flow. Mm-hmm. That's cool because they don't have to carry as much weight. You don't have to do as much work. They're inside a line, not the big rhymes kind of at the end of lines or they're few and far between you know Uh, to get away with simple cliche rhymes you have to do something absolutely amazing in other areas of your song like an amazing melody amazing idea just heart-wrenching raw simple honesty or something else and really why put yourself why give yourself rhymes that you have to overcome yeah you want to you know you don't want you don't want to have anything in your song that you have to overcome and boring rhymes are something you have to overcome with the rest of your song. Right. Again, the rhymes are kind of boring, but the rest of it's so great. How about you just make better rhymes and all of it's so great? Yeah. And so All killer, no filler. All killer, no filler. Right. And yeah, most rhymes have been done before, but we're going to go for something a little more interesting. Um, I think of that uh, Walker Hayes song, uh, mm-hmm. you know, You Broke Up With Me. And it's, you know, he does a lot of wordplay, a lot of interesting rhymes. Uh, he's... On that you broke up with me, he's like uh, crowd surfing like Swayze ain't drunk. I'm amazing, you know. He like he just a rhyme amazing <laughs> with Patrick Swayze. Yeah, you know that's awesome. And you may hate that reference or whatever, but you didn't see that coming. And it's fresh and it keeps your your ears perked up for what's coming next. Um, so you know, so many rhymes and stuff like Walker does and, and some other stuff that's so cool. Uh, look at those and see what rhymes are interesting to you that stand out to you and go, okay, that's the bar. That's the standard. Because what we want to do is we want to bring something new to the table, not something that the listeners heard a bazillion times, not something publishers heard two bazillion times. Right. We want something fresh. That's what we have to bring as writers is something they don't already have. Yeah. And if your rhymes can be more interesting, that just may make the difference in somebody cutting a song or not cutting your song. Yeah. It's like, oh, the rhymes are more interesting and memorable in this versus the cliche rhymes that steal power and interest from your song. 
Yeah. So dig deeper. I mean, if, if you're just flowing and you write the boring rhymes to kind of get your first draft and get your thoughts down, that's cool. Yeah. All that matters is the end product. Doesn't matter how you get there. But now go back and see if you can replace those rhymes with something. See more if you can step it up. Yeah. Yeah. So what was interesting you said about the? Um, I just pulled up the lyrics for for this song from Miranda Lambert that has like a lot of predictable rhymes, mm-hmm. but because it's raw and emotional oh. and it's framed a specific yeah. way, it kind of works like Tin Man. Yeah. Yeah, really good song. Right, like um, so that that's a situation where you said where it was like, what did you say? Uh, uh, you you overcome that was so raw and, and, and heartbreakingly and, raw and honest. Yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, and she wrote that herself, I believe. Did she? I think I think so. Um, and so that's that's kind of been a different thing. But again, check. if it has you know, those simple rhymes, it's probably something that you know she could overcome the fact that she wrote it and the rest of it's so amazing. Yeah, but I mean, because the it's uh, it was so focused on like the Tin Man who didn't have a heart, and mm-hmm. she's uh, the concept of the song is she's like keep it that way. You don't want a heart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hers is breaking. You yeah. give me your armor, I'll give you my heart. Yeah, yeah. You if know. you don't mind the scars. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. give me your armor. That was like, pfft. yeah, so <laughs> good. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so I thought that was interesting. Where there was not you know a mind blowing rhyme in there, but but it was so raw and so emotional to your point that um, that, that it, they made it work. And but the framework, yeah, the framework is like without the Tin Man thing, it's stupid. Yeah, yeah, right. It doesn't work because because it, it's so the angle on it. Is, it, that was brought by the by the Tin Man thing just mm-hmm. makes it all go this other way. That's really cool. Yeah, and, and still it's not doing. I'm sure not you and True and Blue and you. No, and none of that. Yeah, yeah. But still, no, I mean, not, stars and heart and scars and heart and yeah. I mean, anything rhyming with heart has kind of heart. been done yeah. before, but built in with the Tin Man thing, you have to go with heart because that's yeah. the whole conceit of the song. Yeah. Uh, but still, at least it wasn't a part. <laughs> you know, no, that's right. That's right. Uh, and again, she wrote it herself. And again. You, you don't want to build rhymes in that you have to overcome with the other parts of your song. Right. You want every part. You know, you want great offense, great defense, great special teams. Yep. Right? You don't want the to have to be like, that's a Super Bowl team. That's a Super Bowl Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you want. Like, uh, the, you know, you don't have to overcompensate in another area. You just want every area to be as strong as you can. So that's one mistake. It's boring rhymes. I hear those boring rhymes and I'm immediately going, eh, it's, not, it's not professional level usually. You know, the other thing is chasing rhymes. This is a little more complex. You know, we all kind of get the thing about boring rhymes. Um, chasing rhymes. This is when you, okay, so you have your rhyme structure. Okay, it's when you write a line with a setup rhyme. Like roses are red, violets are blue. Right. Okay, so we got blue now. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. 
with Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. You know, something's coming with an ooh rhyme two lines later, right? Right. And so instead of concentrating on what needs to be said in those lines or the thought behind the line, you, you're you more focused on trying to get the payoff rhyme to work. Like, okay, what's that roses or, or violets or blue? You go looking rhyme. through your rhyming dictionary. And I'm looking through my rhyming dictionary, <laughs> and it's like da-da-da, and so are you. You yeah. know, and now I'm just trying to get to the rhyme, and the thought gets lost. Yeah. And so it's not as interesting of a thought. So, uh, yeah, you're the one I love. Okay, in the second line of your verse. Blah, 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 and you're the one I love. It sets up an of sounding rhyme in line four. So it's easy to spend lines three and four just trying to get to, girl, we fit like a glove. Right. Without really stopping to consider what should the thought of those lines be. So a place this happens a lot where it's really tragic is right before the course. The line right before the course. So... The line right before the chorus is one of the most important lines in your song. It sets up the chorus and it helps determine the impact that the top of that chorus is going to have on the listener. So kind of like in basketball lingo, the last line of the verse or your pre-chorus alley-oops the ball. Yeah. So the first line of the chorus can dunk it. There you go. Yeah. You know, it's the assist. That's, a good, that's an awesome so, uh, way of looking at it. I never thought about it like yeah. that. Yeah. So if, if your alley-oop is way off target... You know the dunk. You know. It's yeah. Nobody got arms up. that big. Nobody. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, you're not playing with plastic, man. Here. Everybody just sits and watches the ball go into uh, the oh, audience. Like, <laughs> was that was that a shot? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't. Even was know. that a bad alley oop? There's just an alley oops. <laughs> you know. But okay, so that line really serves that that course. But sometimes, instead of serving the song or serving the course. That line before the course gets trapped into serving the rhyme that came before it. Right. The rhyme is trying to wrap up. For example, a writer can get too focused on, okay, the line above ends in blue. So I have to write the next line so it ends on an ooh sound. And the result of that, aiming at the target of an ooh, instead of the thought, can result in a line that's weaker than it should be. Right. Because you're just serving the rhyme. Right. To avoid this trap, this is what I do to avoid that the rhyme trap, chasing rhymes. I'll usually figure out the idea of the setup line, but then intentionally leave it like unrhymed before moving on to the last line of the course. Okay. And then the last line of the course, I'm really going to lock that down and make sure it wraps up the thought of the verse and leads beautifully into that course. Okay. That because that's a, it's a hinge line. Yeah. You know, it's a linchpin line. It's really important. Yeah. And I'd rather have that really important line dictate the rhyme of the less important rhyme that goes up above. You know, every line is important. 
Right. But if if something's going to give a little bit, I'd rather have it be the line before that's kind of before in the, the middle, chorus. before that really important hinge line. And so that it frees me up to focus on finding the strongest idea for the last line of the verse and on finding the best idea and, and, and figuring out how to say it. Then after I have that figured out, then I can go back to the setup line and then figure that one out. All right. Yeah. So this is maybe hard to kind of see. <laughs> Just hey, I'm trying to follow you. Okay. Audio. So last line of the chorus, figure that out first. Right. Not like first of the whole song. Last line of the chorus. Or sorry, last line of the, uh, it could be, but last line of, say, the verse. The verse, you're saying. Okay. Before, the one before the chorus. The one before the chorus. Right. It's going to be finishing up a rhyme from somewhere up above it, right? Right. Right. So you figure that line out first, and then you really lock in the line before it that is going to. So rhyme. so write the last line of the verse that's going to spring more into the chorus first, and then uh-huh. write backwards. And then to kind of write backwards, yeah. Okay. Like you may get the idea of this of that, you know, first rhyming line. Mm-hmm. Like uh, we're going to talk about her going back home to California. Okay. Uh, and then last line of the chorus is going to be you know this thought. Right. Oh, yeah, that's the thought we need. Let's really hammer that line out right before the chorus. And you hammer that line out where it sparkles, right? Yeah. And like, okay, now we still know the thought in that line before is like she's going home to California, but now I know I need to rhyme with Hollywood Hills or California right. Stars or the Walk of Fame based on what the line is before, say that line right before the chorus ends in thrills or whatever. Yeah, no, that's cool. No, and now it. you're like, okay. Thrills is my rhyme. Now I'm going to go up to above and fit that thought of that she's going to home to California with that Thrills rhyme because I know that's what needs to go into that chorus. I got you. Now I'm going down. She's and now she's you know driving up those Hollywood hills. But you're in a way you're writing backwards because you got the thoughts yeah. in order. But now you're really filling in those rhymes and those specific. You're things. rhyming backwards, maybe. You're rhyming backwards. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit of okay. three dimensional chess. But we do that. You know, we'll start working on lines like. Guys, I don't want to hammer on this line too much because we're going to, we still got to write that last line of this verse and it's got to be killer. Mm-hmm. Let's figure out that last line because we got the thought. Let's write that line that's going to wrap up that, that rhyme, make sure that shines. And then we'll go to the line above it and make sure we land on the right rhyme instead of boxing ourselves and going, oh, now we got to do a tribulation. I got a guy to rhyme with tribulation right before the course. And I'm doing <laughs> back bends and. You know everything, just twister. to twist or just to rhyme with tribulation uh, before the chorus. Defibrillation. And, I know, yeah. And the chorus is not uh, that line isn't that strong going into the chorus. You lose energy or it doesn't make as much sense because you're trying to serve this rhyme. Now you just weakened it. it. You're yeah. chasing rhymes. You're not. Remember, the thought behind the line is more important than the rhyme at the end of the line. Right. If you got the right thought, you can use a more basic rhyme. Mm-hmm. You know, the big thing is the thought. But if you are chasing the rhyme, you're going to end up with, you know, maybe an interesting rhyme, but it's convoluted and doesn't make as much sense. Mm-hmm. That's not as valuable. Or you can end up with a boring rhyme and a boring thought, which is worse to both worlds. You know, I want to get that thought right, and mm-hmm. then I can hammer out the interesting rhymes. But sometimes we just go on autopilot, and we're just like, yeah. okay, here's the. And we want to get done. They just want to get done. I want done. to get done. Like, Here's my line above it, and this is what, so I just need to rhyme with this. Yeah. And I'm thinking about how do I rhyme with that versus what needs to be said. Right. What's going to move my story forward or the emotion forward or what's really going to just punch somebody in the throat lyrically, yeah. you know, with something, whoa, 
or this is what needs to be said. Or you can get into writing lines that aren't really real just because it rhymes. And it's like, is that honest? Yeah. I don't know, but it rhymes. No, you figure out the honesty lame. first. Yeah, lame. And then it almost doesn't matter what your rhyme is. If it's honest, honest enough, you could probably not rhyme. And yep. it's still going to be better than a dishonest rhyme. Yep. So get that thought right first. And, you ha- and, it, and it requires intentionality. And it requires discipline. And time to build the habit of putting the thought first. But man, it's so worth it. Yeah. It's so worth it to get the thought right because it helps your song be more thoughtful, like less surface, right? Less cliche, so it's more interesting. And it's going to stand out more because of that. Ooh. So many songs and rhymes are almost paint by number because it's that, oh, heart, oh, something's falling apart. <laughs> you mm. know, that kind of thing where you know, why do you put that in there? Because that's what songs do when you say love. Where does it come from? Above. above. <laughs> Where else does love come from? I don't know. Good thing it rhymes with above. <laughs> love rhymes with hell. I don't know what I'd say. Um, but that's going on autopilot. We don't want to go on autopilot. We want to be honest. We want to be in the moment and present and be like, focus on the thought. Is really the thought of what I need to say? Yeah. That's you know? cool. I didn't so talk about it like that. Well, See, this, now I'm learning something. That's my job. I want to go write a song right now. That's my job. I want to go write a song. <laughs> right. So Hold my know, beer. Hold my beer. I'm going to write a song. So uh, I just want you guys to be to be mindful of that. With this, this week as you're writing, to be really mindful of, of your rhymes, to make them interesting, but even more important, to make sure the thought behind the line is solid, is rock solid. Then figure out the rhymes. It's true. Yeah, then make them interesting. So yeah. like the order, thought then interesting rhyme. Thought, then rhyme. Thought, then rhyme. Exactly. There you uh, go. Serve the song, serve the thought. And I think that'll, you know, man, rhymes matter. If you don't believe me, just ask a publisher. Yeah. You know, they know that rhymes matter. And that's part of like Walker Hayes, what's blowing him up is just, he's just on another planet. Eminem. Yeah. Like, I didn't know those words rhymed. Yeah. It's so interesting. It's engaging. It keeps your attention. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, but I know Walker Hayes kind of like the, Eminem of country music with in a the, way, with lyrically, so, like I guess in a way without calling people out, you know, without flame warring people, but uh, yeah, just it's really different. Just like really out of the yeah, like Ryman Patrick Swayze with amazing, amazing, yeah, yeah. Who, who would have thought of that? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but it, it totally works. But I know it's easy for me to say, hey, if you don't believe me, ask a publisher. Um, so how do you actually get to publisher to ask them? I wonder if they could contact you. I wonder. <laughs> um, I want to let you know, one of the things we do is I wonder if what they pro- had to do was contact you. You. Oh, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> to find the hub where they could connect with the pub. Oh, yeah. and- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think of a rhyme for pub. Make a call and get it all. Uh, and- <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm all right, stuck I'm now. I'm done. Okay, different sides of my brain. You're drowning in... Yeah, mediocrity right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and one of the things we do at Songwriting Pro is we want to connect you to the pros, and we have a regular play for publisher event. Um, we probably have one coming right up. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, and so we've had people from BMG Music, uh, you yep. know, uh, Parallel Music. We've had great legit publishers on, and what we do is you send in a song. I review them, find the 10 I think are most likely to catch a publisher's attention in a good way. And yes, I listen to rhymes. And then we get, all get on a video conference call. And we play the songs. The publisher gives feedback. It's an app bat. It's a chance for you to connect with the publisher. I was um, talking to, I had coffee the other day with one of the writers that I met through that. 
Actually, his stuff has just been knocking me out. I'm like, dude, let's go have coffee. Oh, wow. And, you know, he's building relationships. He's been at a couple of these Play for Publisher events, and he's been by Olay a couple times now and building a relationship because he met Osier through right. the event. And and uh, Tim Hunsey at Parallel, he's like, you know, he, he, Tim he emailed him. this guy the day after the event. Yeah. You know, so starting to build relationships. So it's starting to, to work for people. That's cool. Um, to get the details on that, and we do these on a regular basis, so if you're listening in the future, hey, man, I probably still have one coming up. You can get all the details by going to giftfrombrent.com. Mm-hmm. At, you get a free ebook called Think Like a Pro Songwriter, so that alone is worth it, but it also puts you on the Songwriting Pro Insiders list, so it lets you know about cool events like Play for Publisher, Know the, know Row, the Row, yeah. different stuff that we have going on pretty much all the time. Uh, you can get all the scoop on that and figure out if it's something you're interested in, something that would help you on your journey. But, uh, yeah, that's what I had today. There you go. I mean, hey, you do the work. You you uh, think like a pro. You start to write like a pro. And then do a little business like a pro. But you need somebody to do business with. That's, that's why you get connected to the pros. Connect pro. to the pros, right. That's, that's the it. map. That's right there. That's, yeah. that's what we're all about here. We deliver. We deliver. <laughs> right. We make miracles happen. Listen, that brings <laughs> us to the end of another Killer Climb episode. Guys, uh, join the climb community if you haven't already. Mike, M- Micah Shortridge told you. It's awesome. There's lots yes. of stuff going on there. We're going back and forth, having a big time, learning about some funny new Instagram apps and stuff yeah, like exactly. that, too. Um, uh, we let everybody in who asks. Just make sure you're good little boys and girls or you will be roadhoused. Um, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. You get those episodes, uh, full episodes on Tuesday automatically into your phone and the little mini-sodes on Friday. You don't got to think about it. You don't got to go chasing it. Mm-hmm. It comes to you. you just which just is press play. Easy. Just press play. Just like uh, Steven Tyler said, anyway. just press play. That's right. Um, and uh, hey, share it. That the biggest compliment you could give us is a referral. Is letting somebody else know that you know, a fellow songwriter, a fellow indie artist, a fellow musician. Hey, I'm learning a lot of stuff from these guys here. A different way to think about the new music business. Mm-hmm. Up in my songwriting game. Up in my marketing game. And uh, you can help too. Like if it comes from you, it's a lot more powerful than it comes from us. Mm-hmm. So. Turn people on to it. Share it on your social media platforms. Let them know. And then finally, uh, take a moment, 30 seconds, and leave a five-star rating and review. It, it lets, uh, lets brand new people know that, that we're legit and we're worth at least considering and giving us a shot, right? And yeah. then I promise you, you'll, you'll open the door with the comment and the review, and we'll close it. There you go. We'll thank you for it. There you go. So listen, guys, this podcast exists because we want you to win, so keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. Fantasypoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 